Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM tonight, power rankings. Uh, the Lions sitting at 8-2. Jamison Williams catching touchdown passes. Spoiler alert, uh, the Lions will probably be in Trista's top 10 at least. I uh, just went through my power rankings. Top 10 is all set. We are done. You got the Texans in at number 10. Browns 9. Jags 8. Dolphins 7. Cowboys 6. Lions in at 5 for me. Uh, Ravens two, 4. Chiefs 3. 49ers 2. And the Eagles with their comeback win on Monday Night Football. Stay as the number one team, Trista, in my power rankings. We we got a lot of the same ones. We're getting uh, to that time of year, right? We are. I think the mm-hmm. top ten is somewhat solid, although I do wish I would have put the Texans at ten instead of the Jags. That's a really good call. I actually don't know, coming in at ten, Jags, I actually don't know why the Jags keep hanging around on the list. They're very frustrating. Yeah, Defensively, they are. they're a roller coaster. Are you getting good, Trevor? Are you getting bad, Trevor? Uh, they do beat tight the Titans, but the Titans stink. And Will Levis, it's okay, but, like, what do they really have? I think their run defense was excellent, but ultimately I don't know how much I can really trust the Jags to be a contender or a team to go deep into the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence last game, two touchdowns throwing, two touchdowns running. That impressive performance kind of had to have me put them there instead of the Texans, although you could easily put the Texans there. And I love what what C.J. Stroud is doing. I think D'Amico Ryans probably should win Coach of the Year, honestly. I know Dan Campbell's going to win it because the Lions are tremendous, hence the reason for that clip coming in off of the break. But we saw the Lions as an underdog story last season. Yes, they, they end up, you know, Brian Dayball kind of surpasses Dan Campbell because the Giants were such a great story, but truthfully, he probably should have won it last year. Coming in at nine, uh, the Dolphins. The reason that I still keep the Dolphins into my top ten, defensively, they're starting to figure things out. Like you said, Jalen Ramsey comes into this team. We didn't know if he was barbecue chicken, was he washed. Multiple interceptions and tough ones, too. These weren't just easy ducks that were being thrown that he catches in the middle of the air because they're underthrown. No, he's doing his best to make things difficult. He's the shutdown corner that we remember seeing not only for the Rams but also for the Jaguars. And offensively, you know, they lead the division at 7-3. and three. And their, their next schedule, their upcoming teams, Jets, Washington, Tennessee, and then the Jets again. So they could probably be 11-3. and three. So an 11-3 and three team should probably be at least in the 9 spot. Uh, number 8, and this is probably maybe they're too high, but I really like this Browns defense. Deshaun Watson undergoes surgery, ends the season. Same thing, obviously, with Joe Burrow, which is why the Bengals are out of the top 10 altogether. Spoiler alert, can this team win without a quarterback? Can they win with our man DTR? I think their defense is good enough where they can just run the ball with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt and maybe get some slants to Njoku and to Amari Cooper and then to keep things like 13-10 games. That's what I think that they'll do. It'll be ugly. It will be a terrible watch, but the Browns are still a legit team. I think they could win a playoff game. So maybe they beg my, Matt Ryan to come back. Maybe maybe you got Joe Flacco. God, Matt Ryan. But but <laughs> no. I tell you what, that's how good the Browns' defense is that we don't even know who's going to be on this team uh, starting at quarterback, and I don't care. Number seven, I'm still probably uh, underrating them, is my Cowboys. 
Dak's been incredible. CeeDee Lamb, probably a top three receiver this year. Defensively, top three. Really good secondary, even without Stephon Diggs. Excuse me. Uh, he, um, why am I blanking? Uh, so he ends up getting he ends up getting injured. Stephon Diggs' brother, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, there you excuse go. Excuse me. <laughs> Brain fart. Yep. Trayvon Diggs. So yeah, seven and three. They're beating up on really bad teams, as we know, right? The pass rusher, the Commanders, is terrible, so they're probably going to blow them out by more than eleven. Mm-hmm. Giants are terrible, so they blow them out by thirty. You know, so all the bad teams the Cowboys can really destroy. It's the elite teams that I still don't think that they can beat. I don't think that they can beat the Niners. I don't think that they can beat the Eagles. I don't think that they can beat the Bills. I actually don't even think that they can beat the Lions. So this offense, if they had a running back, would be top three. They would be a top three team. But they're just rolling out with Tony Pollard. Didn't go out and get another running back. I don't know why. And so I have to continue to keep them at the bottom of the top ten. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I had to put the Bills back back above. Ooh, man. I left them for dead. And I did. I, I said they were dead. I said they were done. I wrote them off. They didn't write back. The Jets are always a good slump buster, and maybe that's what it was. But they did fire their offensive coordinator, and then the offense looked Amazing. Josh Allen had 275 passing yards, three interceptions. Did still have an interception. But up next, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers. If they can win all those four, then I think the slump is over. They could be 3-3, three and three, but they could also be 5-1. and one. Uh, They probably are a 10-win team. But is this good enough to be a real contender in the AFC? Probably not. But still a top five, top six team. I love my Lions. I do. Coming up in a five is the Detroit Lions. They're eight and two, and it's not because of their schedule being weak. It's not because there's some sort of fluke. The game that was a fluke was when they got eviscerated by the Ravens. They're more like what we've seen in the eight wins than they are in the two losses. Uh, the remaining tough games left for them are a feisty Vikings team as well, and they could be a number two seed in the NFC this year. The offense is loaded. We know Jameer Gibbs, incredible. Uh, David Montgomery, incredible. Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown, they got rid of TJ Hawkinson. Why? Because they knew they were going to go out and get a cheaper tight end than Sam Laporta. Their defense has been really good. Top three rushing defense in the league. Secondary's been okay as well. Hutchinson's strip fumble that turned into a safety sealed the game against the Bears. The best thing, though, was when they went down by over 10 points. You know to yourself, I still think they're going to win this game. I still mm-hmm. think the Lions, with, yeah. with six minutes left, can find a way to win that game. And there's not many teams in the NFL that you can say that about. Number four is the Kansas City Chiefs. I just hate this offense. I do. It's predictable. I know what they're doing. What they're doing is paying all the de- uh, the defense and keeping the price tag of the offense to a minimum because, hey, Patrick Mahomes is that good. We can treat him like Tom Brady. Just give him scrubs. Give him Danny Amendola. Give him former lacrosse players turned wide receivers. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. To give him like J- Julian Edelman. Oh, good old Chris Hogan. Good old Chris Hogan. You know what I'm talking about? Fantasy God at one point. You know, give him James White. Give him a multitude of backs that don't make any damn sense. Mahomes that good. And Travis Kelsey, he needs to step up. And he needs to be even better. He needs to have, like, 20 targets a game. And I know Justin Watson, he's Mahomes' new favorite toy. That's just not good enough. I'm sorry. This is an indictment on the front office. I know they had to pay Chris Jones. They didn't want to let Tyreek Hill walk. But I tell you what, they would be a buzzsaw 
if they had Tyreek Hill on this team. They would be a buzzsaw if they got a wide receiver in the first round that could step in and be a a true number one. But they don't. They continue to make the game ugly. The Kansas City Chiefs are a bottom-tier team in terms of watchability, and we saw that last night. Top four team in the league, top bottom bottom three team in watchability. I hate uh, number three Ravens, the fact that they lose Mark Andrews because offensively this team is clicking. Todd Munkin is legit. OBJ is coming back into the fold, and we saw him blow through his prop. What was it, 22 and a half? Oh, yeah, it was something so low. Yards. So I like OBJ now with Mark Andrews being out to really get a lot more targets. I also like Isaiah Likely. We've liked him since he came into the league. They're running the ball really well. Gus Edwards looks better, and Justice Hill looks better. So Lamar Jackson continues to excel. He's healthy. The Ravens defensively have been the lead as well. Their schedule isn't very easy. They have rough games against the Jags, the Dolphins, and the Niners. But I think if they can stay healthy during this tough stretch, they'll be battle-tested when it comes down to the playoffs. I think this could be a Ravens-Chiefs AFC Championship game. Oh, that'd be a good one. And you know what? I think I like the Ravens. Number two, Eagles. What a gut check win. They look dead. They look dead in the water. They couldn't get anything going. How good are the Eagles that their offense struggled the entire night and all they needed was one drive? They are such a balanced team. To me, the Eagles and the Niners are the most balanced team balanced teams in the NFL, and they just happen to both be in the NFC, right? Like Jalen Hurts, great with his legs. How good was DeAndre Swift, too? They used him. You you shut down their number one in A.J. Brown, and yet Devontae Smith steps up 99 yards, doesn't get a touchdown, but he ends up blowing past his prop number. They do, they do lose Dallas Goddard for the year, which definitely is a stinger. Mm-hmm. Two of the top three teams lose their tight end for the year, which is rough. But their defense was creating a ton of pressure on Pat Mahomes. He wasn't able to pass the ball much. I know they don't have a lot of offense. But, hey, anytime you shut Pat Mahomes down, it's a good day. And, by the way, they are a must-watch team. So fun. Last night's game watched by 29 million people. The most-watched Monday night football game in 25 years. Number one, Niners. When they're healthy, they're a buzzsaw. Perfect Purdy. Everybody wanted to bench him. They said, oh, he's washed. Oh, he's not good. The only thing he's benefiting from is the Kyle Shanahan system. And guess what? You get Trent Williams back. You get Debo Samuel back. That's and right. And things look amazing. Yeah. And, and when they were unhealthy, the Niners were seventh in the power rankings, and now they're number one. Uh, they're number three in yards per game, number one in completion percentage, uh, number one in yards per attempt, number one in touchdowns, number one in, in quarterback rating, number two in PFF grade. That's all. That's in all of Brock Purdy's stats, and, and we are sleeping on him, and he's done that between, behind the number 28th ranked offensive line in pass blocking. That's ridiculous. We got to at least give Brock Purdy his flowers. He is ridiculous. You add Chase Young to this team, and this pass rush gets even more elite. I love the Niners. I think that they could win the Super Bowl. And you know what we have coming up in two weeks? Niners-Eagles. I love it. Right now, it's a 425 Eastern game. It's a Monday night game. They need to flex that. Now, the 49ers play the, the week before on Monday night at Seattle. Don't care. Flex the best teams. That's the whole point of this. NFL, flex the Eagles and 49ers to Monday night football. That if, if they don't do it, then why do we even bother? Why do we even bother having flex games on Monday night if you're not going to do that? 
Who cares? Put the best teams on at the end of the season. That's the right move. That's the only thing you should be doing. 49ers-Eagles. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be fun. And yeah, because down the stretch, we should have nothing fight. but great games when we go to National Harbor. And it's about us. That's what I care about, Trista. It's a dog it's, fight. It's, it's a all, badger in a box game. Badger in a box. I love it. Jake Fisher next. It's yeah. Ben MGM the night.